it was around May in 2014. We were in Japan, Sakai City, at a conference. At this conference, there was a entrepreneur from Japan that spoke to us. Not an academic, someone speaking from practice, from experience, who has analyzed the past events of what had happened. I think I remember that there were a couple of cataclysmic events in the past. And this is where he basically started his talk um, from. So he explained about various different cataclysmic events, including uh, the World Trade Center 2001, 2008, Lehman Brothers, and then, of course, the problem, uh, the tsunami in Japan in 2012, 2011-2012. The problem was that what he analyzed was that why is it that some businesses succeeded during those troubling times and others not? What is it that they've done? So he presented the tools for success in difficult times, a perspective from an independent business owner. And I will basically share with you what he shared with us because it's very, very relevant. And if you want to have a successful business, you should um, really uh, consider each and everything that I'm saying that is um, that he has shared with us that comes from actually a wise man who have been able to succeed during difficult times in his very own business. Hiroyuki said, theory is something like a catapult. Even though you do not have a catapult, you could throw stone. But if you arm yourself with a catapult, you will be able to throw a heavier stone farther with more accuracy. A small business owner tends to manage his company mainly based on his instinct. However, if he arms himself by using some theory such as the power law as an analytical tool, he could operate his company with a long-term perspective and lead the company in the right direction. He should look before he leaps and think before acting. This is essential in today's turbulent economy. Now the nature of change. Generally people believe things change gradually. Human nature extrapolates the future by using past experience. A small business owner confronts economic environmental changes only by himself without the resources of a large organization. Therefore, his business judgment represents an individual perspective as opposed to the perspective of a team of corporate experts. This very important fact is why entrepreneurs should consider external support, whether it's through their networks, whether it's through business coaches or at business advisors, they have to have external or additional perspectives. So the entrepreneur tends to regard the future as prosperous if the current economic situation is in good shape. 
In a period of stability, fluctuations may occur in an orderly fashion, and this is called the world of the normal distribution. However, a cataclysmic event may occur all of a sudden, and it is impossible to predict when such an event will happen. We experienced Black Monday in 1987. The 1998 failure of LTCM. The Japanese bubble burst in 1990. September 11 in 2001. The bankruptcy of Lehman Brothers in 2008. And the Great East Japan earthquake in 2011. And now the pandemic COVID-19 in 2020. All these incidents happened suddenly, although they were considered unpredictable. It was explained later in hindsight that fluctuations in the occurrence frequency of such major events obey the power law. Those events are well documented. While the power law does not tell us exactly when an abrupt change may occur, a small business owner should comprehend the mechanism of the power law and prepare for sudden chaos in order to survive the tough business climate. Right? So the normal distribution, there are two states of affairs in our social interactions. One of these is the interactions which obeys the law of the normal distribution. I call this the sheep world. If you gather a thousand adult males in a schoolyard and weigh them, measure their heights, blood pressures and pulses, in each case the numbers fall in a normal distribution curve. The large portion clusters around the average which plays a big role in the whole world. In the sheep world it is easy to expect what will happen next. You expect to see people whose body heights are around 170 centimeters high when you turn the corner. So when you go out you will see that average. You would not encounter a person three meters tall or a person weighing uh, two kilograms. It is usual that one automatically extrapolates past trends into the future in the sheep world. Now that takes us to the power law distribution. The other is the interaction which obeys the rule of the power law distribution. I call this the Bronco world. If you put Warren Buffett into the above group of 1000 adult males, his weight, height, blood pressure and pulse falls around the average. However, observing the group from the standpoint of personal property value, the average without Buffett would be approximately $100,000. On the other hand, Buffett's holding assets surpass $6 billion. So the average 
with buffet is 60 million and thus the average is meaningless. The definition of power law distribution is a special kind of mathematical relationship between two quantities. However, in this uh, discussion, I construe that a very small occurrence of great magnitude exists, an overwhelming influence on the whole shape. Although the future of LTCM or Lehman Brothers is also very rare frequency of occurrence, the impact is disruptive. Now that takes us to phase transition. Once a disruptive shift happens, the world before and after become totally different. Yet the cause of the disruption is often present long before its appearance. If you apply heat to a container of cold water, then the temperature of the water rises, yet it appears to be unchanged. However, at a certain temperature, the water begins to radically transform. This is the phase transition, a critical point where liquid turns to gas or where solid becomes liquid. The critical point was reached in the Japanese economy in January 1990. The stock market crashed and a long, arduous climb to recovery began. As Nassim Nicholas Taleb stated in his economic essay, history does not crawl, it jumps. I would say that the same is true in this case as any other incidents. Economic change is not gradual, but sudden. There must exist some threshold at a certain point. It is impossible to predict exactly when the situation will reach the critical point. However, there may be indications of the coming shift. When the economic waters are calm, you will be aware that there may be seething forces with pushing the situation to a boiling point. Now let's look at status quo bias. Ordinary life and moderate growth generally occurs in the sheep world. Many small business owners spend a lot of money easily when profits are high. They are apt to mix private and companies' finances. In my business field, there used to be three well-established construction companies whose owners were all my good friends. One of them once built a new gorgeous head office building and held a big opening party. Another spent his money to buy a yacht, a motorcycle and a vacation home. The last one invested his money in antique China. However, all of a sudden we are forced to ride the Bronco. Two big shocks, the Lehman Brothers failure and the Great Earthquake in Northern Japan soundly defeated the three companies. They all went bankrupt. It is impossible to predict when we will find ourselves on the Bronco. 
We should prepare for abrupt economic fluctuations when we are in the sheep world. In good economic times, the small business owner will make a lot of money and fall into the false assumption that this will continue. This habit to take current trends and extrapolate the future is known as status quo bias. In times of great success, it is the right time to be humble. The crisis appears to come rapidly, but the overall situation has been developing up to that point, though it is not generally apparent. Now forewarned is forearmed. As business people, we need to cultivate the habit of investing profits in order to earn compounded interest instead of expending them on luxuries. We should be prepared with the necessary liquidity. Therefore, during good economic times, the business owner should build savings to prepare for the unknown, be it good or bad. If the change is fortunate for him, then he will be able to take full advantage of the situation. He will be in the position to take investment risks. On the other hand, if the change becomes a misfortune, then he will be able to ride out the difficult times unless he has the cash on hand where there is no way for him to prevent possible bankruptcy. Moreover, he should make a habit of earning through two sources. The fruits of his daily work efforts and his interest earning investments, such as real estate or stocks. I have experienced this firsthand in my business career. I manage an architectural design firm. Formerly, I owned a lumber mill with 50 employees. But 30 years ago, I decided to change career directions when it became more difficult to import logs from the U.S. The lumber mills in the U.S. started to export the finished lumber instead of logs. This meant that we would lose our lumbering business. Therefore, I decided to lease the land as a support of my current business endeavors. Needless to say, I have to watch the tenant's business carefully. However, I do not have to devote my time and energy. Property earns by itself. As I mentioned earlier, a small business owner needs to hold the assets which produce the extra income. These assets in which I utilize another person's power and resources exert a big impact on my business as a leverage. Spending little time produces a lot of harvest. It is an application of the power law. This strategy is simple and as the old proverb says, forewarned is forearmed. But few were, few have the foresight to undertake it. Although we instinctively feel that such proverbs are right, on the target and easy to understand, they are often difficult to follow. However, this feeling is emotional and easy to forget in the sheep world. But we only recall it when encountering the bronco world. 
But understanding its function and underlying theory lead us to the deeper understanding, allowing us to react adequately. Now, there are three stages of perception. Let me begin by presenting an analogy. There are three stages in uh, perceiving the situation. The first stage is physical. If you enter a warm room after coming in from a cold outside environment, then you have a direct physical reaction to the new situation. The second is emotional. The warm room is comfortable and you have, uh, or you may perceive it as being welcoming or may perceive it as oppressive. The last stage is rational. You understand the reasons for the first two stages. The temperature contrast creates the physical reaction and psychological factors explain your emotional reactions. This rationality is based on an understanding of the liberal arts and sciences and facilitates the third stage by giving you the context and analytical tools. Those with little knowledge of science or liberal arts will not go beyond the first two stages in dealing with new situations. Those armed with this knowledge will be able to perceive the deeper level beneath the surface events. In conclusion, a small business owner facing difficult times needs to manage his company with a long-term perspective and lead his company in the right direction by arming himself with the action based on theory. There must be some hidden theory beneath the phenomenon. To discover this, he can utilize the power law as a cognitive tool. Think thoroughly before acting. And that is from a successful small business owner in Japan, Hiroyaki. Um, his, uh, his corporation is the ITO Corporation, or ITO Corporation as he calls it. And I think these are profound. This was shared in 2014 already. And this was based on a cataclysmic event he had experienced in 2012, um, the tsunami in Japan, which he mentions here. Now, what is interesting is that this is also applicable now during the pandemic. So I want you to reflect on decisions made before the pandemic and how will you act on that differently now from here on um, during and post the pandemic pandemic it's going to be a slow recovery um, long recovery most likely um, because a lot of damage to the economy right around the world has happened but this does also give us an opportunity to grow with that growth with growth you can you just need to position yourself correctly so and that is the episode for today